Good morning and welcome to Game Changers Devotional. We're so glad to have you on the call this morning with us. I want to remind you that you can forward the call-in number to anybody you'd like to, or you can forward a text reminder to them that we send out if you're getting that. And uh, we make it very easy for them to dial in without having to punch in a bunch of codes or anything like that. They can just come straight into the call. I want to remind you that we have all of our devotionals that we've recorded on Spotify. Uh, you can go and look up Game Changers Devotional in Spotify, and you'll see a little red logo with white letters that says Game Changers Devotional. And uh, I think we've got a, a little over 200 of those uh, on there uh, that we've, we've uh, recorded and placed on Spotify. So those are there if you're enjoying or if you want to download any of those or go back and listen to them. They're available to you. This morning, I'm going to be leading our devotional. I'm Michael Pate, and um, I'm one of the three folks that, that leads the devotionals right now. And uh, I want to say thank you to, to Brock, uh, Nix, and to Jacob James for uh, their willingness to step up and, and serve by leading um, every uh, third time, and I really do appreciate that. This week I was thinking about as we're getting older, hopefully we're getting wiser, but we still have to adjust the, the way that we communicate. And I think it became very evident to me when um, my kids were in high school. My son's now 23, or almost 23, and my daughter's 19. And uh, I realized that there were a lot of other influences besides me, and that wasn't just limited to social media. You know, their teachers at school, their friends were, you know, instrumental in, in, uh, in having influences on them. Ministers have an influence on them. Bible study leaders have an influence on them. And, uh, you know, Satan's attacking the next generation by making them question their identity, what their destiny is going to be, and he's uh, testing their mentality. Uh, mental illness seems to be growing at a rapid pace now compared to what it used to be. And uh, and so I don't know if, like I said, a lot of times if that has a lot to do with comparison uh, with them trying to find their identity or not. But if we don't reach um, those young people or this next generation as Christians, then somebody's going to reach them. And God loves the next generation just as much as he loved us at their age. Um, things may be different in society, but... We find in Hebrews 13.8, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. This last Sunday, um, I'll just start with saying I co-teach a life group class at my church. And uh, we have age ranges in there from about 40 to 70, I think 78 years old. Uh, so a lot of, there's a lot of ex life experience there from you know, different uh, ages. And I co-teach with a, a gentleman that is retired. And we usually both get to the room we teach in about an hour ahead of time so that we can set up uh, any media that we're going to use, um, make sure that we've got everything together, and then you know, we'll talk about what had happened in the, the uh, class the week before, uh, anything that we know that's going on with anybody in, in the class that we need to pray about. And so we've gotten everything set up, and I received a text from my daughter, and that text said this, I have an emoji on my dash. And my first thought was, what? You have an emoji on your dash. And then she sends me a picture of her dashboard and the low tire pressure lights on. And all she could think of was that was an emoji. So 
Well, it's funny. It's a great reminder that communicating with the next generation is a little different. Uh, I think about when we, you know, used to, we'd say, um, you know, hit the pound key or something like that. Well, now the kids don't know that that's the pound key. A lot of times that's the hashtag. So things are a little different now than maybe they used to be, and things were different for us than they were for our parents. Matthew 9:36 says, But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion for them because they were weary and scattered like sheep having no shepherd. And I think that if you look at that, that is so true today. Uh, we need more people that's willing to be on the mission field, that's uh, willing to figure out ways to, to reach the next generation. And we need to prepare for a harvest that we can potentially have. And I got to think, well, how can, what are some ways that we can do that? The first thing is, I think that we can stand for righteousness. Uh, Matthew 23:28 uh, gives basically a warning to us. It says, so uh, you also are outwardly appear righteous to others, but within you are full of hypocrisy and lawlessness. And so I think that we need to make sure that we're living our, our life uh, in a righteous manner. And righteous is doing right by God. And just because the world's trying to redefine a lot of things doesn't mean that we have to change and we have to move on and do something, you know, totally against what God's Word says. We just have to look at how maybe we present it to somebody and the type of language that we use when we present it. Uh, but I think that we, we have to, you know, show people that we are living a, a righteous life and trying to live a righteous life. The next thing I think that we need to do is we need to be prepared to share a testimony. Psalms 154.4 says, One generation shall praise your works to another and shall declare your mighty acts. And I think that a lot of times uh, when we share our testimony, uh, we can kind of overcomplicate things. And so if you have not uh, shared your testimony with anybody or you don't have a clue as to what you would say, uh, I would encourage you to write down your testimony. Tell you know, write down what God's done for you, and, uh, and when you write that down, then practice kind of going through that in your head a little bit. And you know, when we um, when we do that, we need to do it in a respectful way. It says in First Peter three fifteen, but in your hearts revere Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. But do this with gentleness and respect. Uh, you, you got to make sure that uh, I've always kind of joked about it. Uh, I've never been a type when I share my testimony or my faith that where I come in and I have a large print family edition King James version of the Bible where I feel like I've got to hit you over the head with it. Uh, I think there's a way, and my deal is I like to try to build relationships with somebody and then get to know me. And usually they'll ask, you know, you're different than then you know a lot of people will hang around what makes you different and that's when you have the opportunity to, to share and then i think we need to demonstrate god's love everywhere uh, john 10 25 said jesus answered them i told you and you do not believe the works that i do in my father's name bears witness about me uh you know sometimes it's just the little things you can do to, to demonstrate god's love um, when you go to, uh, you know, you're checking out at the grocery store, have thought about just asking the cashier, you know, hey, how are you doing today? How's your day going? 
and show a little interest in them that you notice them, that you know they're there. You know, sometimes it can just be writing a handwritten note or a letter to somebody. Um, I know even when my Christian brother sends me a note and, you know, he tells me, look, uh, I'm praying for you. Uh, I just want to let you know that if you need anything, uh, I love you, and, and you just, you know, reach out to me and call me if you need to. Uh, and just tell someone that you appreciate them. Um, I know that uh, I've had several people that I've worked with over the last few years in the men's group, and it's always nice uh, to get, you know, some appreciation that you're, you know, they tell you, I appreciate what you're doing. I know that you take the time to prepare each week. That makes someone feel good when, you know, you show them that you appreciate them. Now, this next thing something that's just a little bit unique and talking about reaching the new generation. I've got a friend that has created a playlist uh, that he shares with people, and he tells them, look, I don't give anybody else this playlist except people that I, I think would enjoy it and that are special to me. And uh, that that's, doesn't cost him anything to do that. Um, then the other thing is I think a lot of times <clears throat> you can do something like lend somebody your favorite Christian book and let them know that, you know, you got a lot out of this and you want to lend it to them. And when you're giving them something tangible like that uh, and you're lending it to them, I, I think that's another way that we demonstrate God's love. And there's more and more ways out there that you can do that. You can come up with your own, I'm sure. But when it comes down to reaching this next generation, I think that we have to understand that they communicate a little differently than we did, and we have to be willing to change the way we communicate with them. Not change God's Word, but change the way that we talk to them, we communicate to them, and, uh, and I think that that's how we go about uh, you know, winning this next generation over to Christ. Dearly Father, thank you so much for this day. I just uh, thank you for the group of people that show up here every Wednesday morning uh, on this call, dear God. I just pray that you would help us as we go out into the uh, workplace, we go out into the community, dear God, uh, that you help us to be game changers and that you open up our hearts to be able to communicate with a younger generation that uh, may communicate a whole lot differently than we did. But, God, you can place the words on our heart and you can, and can open up their hearts, dear God, um, where that they'll be open and listen to about what you've done for us, dear God, because we know that they need you and just like we do. I just pray that you would be with those that are traveling that are on this call. Dear God, I lift them up to you. Please keep them safe as they travel about and bring them back safely next Wednesday morning. These things I ask in your name. Amen.